1: It's 5 p.m. 5 p.m. You're stuck working and disconnected from the sports world. What the
0: hell is going on? Don't sweat it.
1: The OG will catch you up on the biggest stories, the latest developments,
0: and let you know who said something dumb on social media today. I just tweeted it. What's trending is now Ow. on the OG. Another soccer superpower upset in the World Cup this morning. The Nets might just need to face reality. They're not any good. And the college football playoff committee inexplicably loves a two-loss SEC team. Well, probably because they're in the SEC. It's time for What's Trending. (laughs) At Geico, you have a choice of ways you can save on car insurance. Call 1-800-947-AUTO. Go online at geico.com or stop by the Geico office nearest you. Let's do it. College football playoff rankings came out last night. Georgia still number one. Ohio State, the Ohio State, still number two. Michigan Wolverines hail to the victors, still number three. And TCU, after their last second win over Baylor, remains undefeated and remains number four. Kind of like a (laughs) ho-hum. And now it gets interesting. Mm -hmm. Number five is not one loss. USC leading the Pac-12. Number five is not one-loss Clemson leading the ACC. Oh, no. Can't be. It's two-loss LSU based on, well, let me let Boo Corrigan, NC State's athletic director, who is also the head of the College Football Playoff Selection Committee, explain why the Tigers are number five. If, if, oh, and West Durham is.
2: Right. You're looking at the football judgment, right? As we're going through this and, you know, Clemson six and one against teams over 500 Alabama's six and two uh, with teams over 500. They've got the two close losses. Obviously Alabama does. And then that, that, that game against Notre Dame, that 35 to 14 game uh, continues to be part of the discussion uh, you, you look at Clemson uh, defensively. They got some dudes uh, up up front that are, that are making plays and doing things.
0: And, All right, you uh, hang, know, on but, uh, hang on one second. Hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on.
1: Oh, I'm Lord, not I'm oh not going to shoot the
0: messenger here because I don't I don't believe it's Boo Corrigan's fault. But if you're going to punish Clemson for losing to Notre Dame by 35-14, right? What are we supposed to make of? LSU on their home field. Look, do I have the score right? They lost 40 to 13 on their home field.
1: I think there's something what, about the ACC. What know.
0: do they have on? What do you look at when you look at LSU's schedule and you go, great, that's awesome. They beat Alabama. That was a good win. Ole Miss, by the way, hasn't beaten a single team all year. Ole Miss and Penn State are the same freaking team in different conferences. I got news for you. Neither of them is any good. They beat Arkansas. Congratulations. UAB, awesome. You're going to whack Clemson because they lost to Notre Dame 35-14 on the road, by the way, and not even pretend, number one, that the Tennessee game happened. And then number two, they have a common opponent. And I know I'm not supposed to be screaming. LSU lost Florida State. But Clement- it was in the beginning of the season. I don't care. Okay. You have to judge the whole season. You do. We you have do. to get out of this mindset. Because if Tennessee loses this week, move Tennessee wherever you want to move them. Tennessee's 9-2. and two, Alabama's 9-2. and two, LSU's 9-2. and two. Tennessee beat both of the other teams okay. I just demonstrated not only did they beat LSU they murdered them in broad daylight okay so you don't even have the right two loss team in the right in the number five spot if that's the way you want to go
1: so what at the core of it do you feel like it's an SEC <laughs> issue where SEC is always going to get the upper hand like what is the real I don't think you're mad at LSU for real are you mad at the committee? No, I'm
0: I'm mad at the explanation that mm-hmm. Clemson's loss on the road is somehow more damaging than a 40 to 13 home loss by against another team who's in your group essentially. So one of your peers. Yeah. Notre Dame by the way at 15 is also one of Clemson's peers. Yep. Yeah. And
1: Clemson has beaten every single team in their conference. And, you know, decidedly so. They figured out how to win. But is it because Clemson is not winning sexy anymore? They're not dominating? That's got to
0: be part of it. It's got to be. I
1: I don't think people look at it as ACC is getting better as opposed to Clemson is getting worse. Because they're playing closer matchups. And I think that's a nod to how people view the conference. In
0: my opinion, Clemson's biggest problem is not losing to Notre Dame. It was playing Notre Dame. Mm. What I mean by that is in the years, Clemson made the playoffs six years in a row. In all six of those years, they they had an SEC opponent that they played early and that they beat, and it was on the strength of that win, either over Georgia, Auburn, Texas A and M, that they made the playoff because they could shut everybody up, they could shut all of these conversations down sure. by saying, "We took on your SEC, your your SEC savior, and we beat them." Yeah. So, this is frustrating. I also get frustrated by USC. I watched the game against UCLA. We don't watch a lot of Pac-12 football on this side of the world. I get that. Mm-hmm. UCLA is a really good team. Really good team. Yeah. And USC is like an all-star team.
1: They are, truly. They, they
0: yeah. have players from Oklahoma. They got players from Oregon. They got players from Stanford. Pittsburgh. They got a <laughs> star receiver from Pittsburgh. Yeah. Okay? So, it's frustrating yeah. to me to hear Boo Oregon say, well, this loss is why we have Clemson where we do. But we're ignoring the loss that LSU had, not only to Tennessee, but to Florida State, which would give you a point of comparison. I I know LSU is not, if LSU loses to Georgia, obviously they're not going to make the college football playoff. If they beat Georgia (laughs) and somehow get in over those other one loss teams, which they were, this is setting them up to do that. Yeah. Because Georgia's not going to be left out. They'll be in. I, I don't know.
1: They're not going to beat Georgia. So we don't even have to worry about that. We don't have to play scenario in that regard. They're not beating Georgia. There's just no way.
0: I hope you're right. I'm going to try to find my sanity. Let's, <laughs> let's go on to the next one.
1: One of the four, all of the four, or half of the four.
0: I'm totally into the World Cup. I don't follow professional soccer other than during the World Cup. Big Another big upset today. Germany lost to Japan. Japan wins 2-1. to one. They get two goals in the second half. To knock out, uh, to not knock out, but to, to beat the Germans in the first game of group play. Spain, one of the favorites, looking the part, with a 7-0 win over Costa Rica. Canada, eh? a, <laughs> In the tourney for the first time since who knows when. Yeah. They lost to Belgium, won nothing, but it was a good showing for them.
1: They never scored in the World Cup, in the Men's World
0: Cup. Yeah, I think they've only been in like two or three times, max. <sighs> so Croatia and Morocco began the day with a 0-0 draw. Coming up on Friday the us takes on england for only the third time <laughs> in world cup history as i pointed out in my interview with sam School today sam works for the athletic he's in cutter he's covering the world cup for the athletic i said if i were was 20 if it was 20 years ago yeah and i'm at this world cup or not even if i was in england watching this world cup i would be at the bar the ugly american oh cool this is your sport you've never beaten us in the world cup how does that feel how does that Ooh-wee. make you feel? Ooh, we. You've never beaten us in this in the World Cup.
1: That's fair assessment. And I think one. I don't know that you would be invited back.
0: No, you know. <laughs> well, we can get in fights. And I think once you fight yeah. in, in, in soccer parlance, like you make up. Do it's you? a thing.
1: Okay. With we'll make up with more beer, but they're not doing that over there. So
0: I know. So that's why I'm saying I'd have to be yeah, in England for such things. US England on Friday. Can't wait for that one. Again. This whole week we what got the, basketball, we got the, football.
1: What is the soccer chant for a men's World Cup? Do we have one for us?
0: I don't know if they're still using. I believe that we will win. Okay, I don't know. Don't
1: know if There's a skull. I
0: saw a skull clap that they were using. Okay. In the in the first half there. Yeah, I want
1: to make sure that I get together cool. for Friday. Was it good? Yeah. Okay. okay.
0: But no, you know they're paying people to go into the stands, right? They're not really. What? Yeah.
1: You should have told me. I would have. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Not with all that mess. No, I might not make it.
0: Never mind. What's the next one? All right, next. You're not supposed to put a whole lot of value into one NBA regular season game. With that in mind, at what point do you think the Nets are going to realize, you know what? We're just not that good. Yeah. It's not going to happen for us. It's not coming home for us. Because last night, in Ben Simmons' first game back to Philly, in a game where, keep in mind, the Nets got Kyrie Irving back from his suspension or ban or whatever you want to call it. He's back. Ke- Kevin Durant, oh, yeah, he played. He played. <laughs> the Nets lose 115 106 to a Philly team missing not only Joel Embiid, but James Harden. Yeah. <laughs> In the immortal words of Office Space, what would you say you do here if you're the Nets?
1: Honestly, you just don't have the horses in the stable from a leadership standpoint. You have guys that can selfishly take the game over if need be, but as a collective, they just are not on the same page because they've never been together long enough to be on the same page. Like There's always some reason Kyrie is out. There's always some reason you know that they are just, just can't gel whether it's Ben Simmons, and I feel like they're low-key done with him. And they also just got a new interim coach, so it's a lot of big... You know, I don't know the word what I'm trying to say, but it's trying to be nice. But I just think it's a weird time. But why?
0: Why are we being nice? That's because that's you're the yin to my yang.
1: I'm working on it. I feel like I don't have to scream. I don't have to throw my glasses and say like we're over it. I'm just over it. It's never gonna happen. It's, uh, I thought
0: this was a judgment free zone.
1: <laughs> that's tomorrow. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Simmons makes his return to Philly. He actually thought the reception would be even rowdier. Here's the Nets guard after his 11 point, 11 assist performance.
2: They weren't out there on the floor, so I didn't feel like they were going to be an issue either way. Um, obviously, um, you know it was loud in there, whatever, you know, chance. Um, but you know, I, for me, I decided to focus on you know playing the game and, and making sure I was making the right plays for my teammates. So ben, with, the, with that being said, did you were you expecting it to be worse? Or? I thought it was going to be louder. Yeah. You thought it was going to be louder?
1: Stop lying. Stop lying. <laughs> like he I didn't was... want to play
0: in Philly. He had the yips in Philly. I, again, I have no time for the Nets any longer.
1: <laughs> Can we until the, they acknowledge the saying, that like, it's over for them? Just Give up on them. Just give up on them.
0: I'll, I'll, it'll give me, bring me, it bring you a peace, holiday piece of mind. It will You're add right. an
1: extra piece of um, you. Pumpkin pie or sweet potato pie?
0: Pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> you already knew the answer. To that. <laughs> <laughs> even. Don't even. That's funny. There's so that. many reasons don't for folks who know this show. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. What's next? Number two. All right. Big game Friday. Chapel Hill. NC State 7-4. and four. Tar Heels 9-2. and two. Should I say it? Should I be that guy? Don't. Throw the records out. They don't matter.
1: They don't, truly. They really don't.
0: But both teams come into this game off of a loss. I would argue different losses. Actually, two in a row for State. Let's start with the Tar Heels. Yeah. Do you believe the loss to Georgia Tech fundamentally changed North Carolina's season?
1: No, it doesn't fundamentally change the season because I don't think that anyone expected them to be this good with how there were so many questions about who their quarterback was going to be. Nobody expected Drake May to be this incredible. Like I think he's had a great season, but I don't think they expect- expected him to be this incredible. Say all that to say... There's always that part of you that wants to believe Carolina football is turning a corner. They're trying to be consistent. And they want to be a team that wants to be on the national stage. You can do that. You have had good wins. You've pulled out wins that normally you lose, but then you stutter step with losses like Georgia Tech. And it says, I don't believe you yet. I still just don't believe you. I want you to have the Blitnikoff war conversations, the Heisman conversations. I can't believe you. If you can't win games, you're supposed to win. That was a gimme. That was a layup and they fumbled it.
0: I'll say this for North Carolina: I see a very likely path for them to beat State mm. on Friday. I see a very likely path for them to lose to Clemson, but they would have ten wins, not easy to do. Get a ten-win season, Absolutely. they'd have a division title, not easy to do, and they would they could walk off. They walk it off as the last Coastal champion. I do believe Drake May will be invited to New York. they'll have a Heisman finalist, so I don't think that that loss fundamentally changes. That path, that sure. likely path. But
1: why, did, they why can't they? They also still
0: have a path, though. Yeah. Where they could beat Clemson and win the program's first ACC title since 1980. Yeah. And I promise you, if they beat Clemson next Saturday in Charlotte, no mm-hmm. one is going to care that they lost to George Tech. No one.
1: Yeah, that's true. But they should have won in 2015 if we're being, if we're keeping it a buck. They should have beat Clemson. A couple years ago,
0: on the fake onside, the fake onside's penalty, the ghost, the phantom yeah.
1: penalty, right? And but I think that overall, I, I want Carolina to still like see this season to be pissed off because they know they could have been better. Like I'm ready for Carolina to get to that place of like a Clemson where people are mad because they potentially have a 10-win season or whatever. Like I want to get that standard of football. Is that That's too much to ask? That's
0: fair. And what do you think this game means to NC State? Seven and four. This is all of, about pride. I was gonna say all of their hopes and dreams don't dashed.
1: Don't embarrass, don't embarrass yourselves. That's all. All I'm sitting here saying is, we've seen ugly games between North Carolina and NC State in recent years. I think if there was ever a time for Ben Finley to put on a Heisman level performance, <laughs> this is it. Have you seen this defense? If you don't run the ball, you're like, what are we doing? Tim Beck, I'm a, I'm a, I'm not a coach. I don't know court. I can't coordinate nothing. But I've seen this run defense from UNC. You It would behoove you
0: to run the ball. So one big key in Georgia Tech's win was they were able to control the ball, control the clock, keep May, Drake May off the field, limit yep. his touches. That's always going to help. They were also able to run the ball with their backup quarterback. You know, NC State in 2016, in a game that Dave Dorton needed to win, yep. went to Chapel Hill, and he basically did that with Matt Days. And ran the ball with Matt Days. Actually, you go back to 2014 in a game that they needed as well. And Jacoby Brissett ran for a bazillion yards in that game as well. So normally the way that this game goes, which unlike last year, because last year was an anomaly. yeah. Normally the team who could run wins the game. Yep. The pandemic here, oh my gosh, <laughs> Javante Williams and Michael Carter got every single thing that they wanted in that game. Literally. I mean, it was an amazing offensive performance, but it went with the pattern. The team who dominates up front is the team who wins the game.
1: Elijah Green, if you're listening, I don't know. Give them, feed him. Phil Longo, feed him. That's all I'm asking.
0: So there's your path for State. You you try to be the bully on defense, and you try to make enough plays on offense. I'm going to be honest with you, Candice. I don't see the path, though.
1: I think I think NC State might be tired. I think the defense yeah. may be a little tired. They've, 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 well, they've given all they've got.
0: Of, they've done a lot of the heavy lifting this year.
1: Especially in the back half of this season.
0: Plus, I don't know how healthy they are. You know, Peyton Wilson, their outstanding linebacker, didn't play against Louisville. Tanner Ingle, their outstanding safety, got hurt against Louisville. You know, the status f- for those two is kind of up in the air, and I don't have any inside information on either one of them. I just know when a guy like Ingle can't finish a game, right. that's bad news, Brown. Absolutely. Because that means you, you'd you be out there if you could be out there. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you're state and you already know, You don't have Devin Leary. You already know you're probably not going to have MJ Morris. Okay, it it would be criminal if MJ Morris has the rumored MCL injury that everyone says he has. Mm -hmm. This would, and it's it's going to rain. And if he was if he was a 60 year senior, I would say to you, if he wants to play, let him play. He's a true freshman. You can't endanger that kid. This is
1: the future of your program. This would
0: be akin to Robert Griffin III being used in the playoff game by Washington yeah. on a crappy turf with a banged up knee. Yeah. So in my opinion, they have to do what's right by MJ Morris. And not play him, even if, if, if that's even a possibility. Yeah. Because you have to protect what he is.
1: But it's not like you're playing for bowl game eligibility. No, you already you already have that. You're doing what you need to do. There's nothing that more incentive other than you know, wanting oh, to beat your it's opponent. It's what you said. It's what you said. But have some pride about you. Like Make it a game. That's all I ask. Don't make it a blowout. Right? So
0: we'll see. All right. <laughs> Speaking of having some pride in making it a game, NC State basketball. Heated those words. The number one story of the day. We're number one. We're number one. But it wasn't quite enough to knock off the triangle nemesis, Kansas Jayhawks. We'll talk more about the Wolfpack's 80-74 loss to the Jayhawks next.
2: Thank you for listening to the Best of the Drive podcast. I'm Tim Donnelly here with Coach Pete DeRuta, America's wealth coach and best-selling author. Coach, one of the big questions I always
0: hear is, do I have enough money to retire? Well, maybe, maybe not. The most important thing is you have lifetime income you can never outlive. We'll design that plan for the next 10 people to call. No cost or obligation. Put yourself in control of retirement. Call 800-691-3215. You can also text Tim to 600-700. That's T-I-M to 600-700. You'll hear from Coach Pete and the Capital Financial advisory group so nc state takes on kansas in the first game of the battle for atlantis kansas wins 80 to 74 state got an outstanding effort from casey Marcel 21 points they got 19 from quavion smith he was a little bit disjointed and then Jarquel Joyner scored 17 wolfpack and the game eight of 22 from three not great kansas was 10 of 21 from three Quick math, they made two more threes. That's six points. Oh, look at the final! Six of those threes came from Grady Dick, Kansas's outstanding freshman. Real name? It. Yeah, I'm not making that up. Um, so Grady Dick gets loose for 25 points. The Wolfpack can't contain him, but Bill Self was really impressed with NC State's backcourt. I told our players, I said, they'll be the, that that's the quickest team we'll play all year long uh, on the perimeter. We won't, you know, I, I haven't watched our entire league play, but Texas was so good against Gonzaga. But I don't know from a raw speed standpoint, if if, if there's anybody that we'll play against uh, that is as quick as those, uh, uh, those guards. Uh, and, and, and 14 obviously is really quick, but, but, but one and zero are, I mean, they're, they're like the quickest backcourt in the country. I mean, so uh, yeah, they're 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 good. They're good, and and we're we're not jet quick. We we're athletic, pretty athletic, but we're not jet quick. So, we had to be turned up pretty good to stay in front of them. Kansas is athletic. There's a different Kansas team. This isn't Jeff Withey <laughs> standing back there. Or Azabuke standing back there blocking shots. Yeah, they're basically, they're playing a six-eight-five. Athletic as all get out, though. Like this is a this is a very different Kansas team. I don't know if you watched them. Against Duke, I try
1: not to. I did watch them against Duke, but I try yeah. not. I try to avoid them. But watching Duke and Kansas is like, who? I mean, who do you want to lose less? Like, I just, it's tough. But I will say, Kansas is looking in midseason form, and unfortunately, when I think about the way Carolina had all these guys running back, I'm like, we'll meet in Houston. But do we want to meet in Houston against Kansas again? Well,
0: m- but maybe the lessons have been learned. We'll see for the Tar Heels. All you
1: need is one box out, I guess.
0: That's right. That's right. <laughs> Um, Kevin Keats, like I mentioned, this game I felt was important because of the opportunities that are on state schedule. Yeah. When you look at their non-conference schedule, here's the teams. Here their, Here's their Ken Palm rating. 238, 168, 243, 338, 325, 294.
1: Not great. But I have, no. but I have a que- question. Can it adjust? Like, Can those teams they, get better? They
0: can, but if you're in the 300s, there's probably not like a magic jump waiting for you. <laughs> Like the leap is probably not going to okay. happen now. Furman at sixty-five, Vanderbilt at seventy-five. Those would be neutral-site games if they can mm-hmm. get into the if they can get under fifty. That would count for okay. NC State as a as a Q one game. But when you look at their league schedule right now, here are the top twenty-five teams they play. Ken Palm, and again, you can probably equate Ken Palm to the net. They got Duke twice. Duke's ten. Carolina twice. Carolina's eighteen right now. They only get Virginia once. Five. So, in in those 5 games like realistically what is NC State going to go I mean 2 and 3 would probably be best case scenario right
1: Yep 2 and 3 would be great I think it's going to be more of a 1 and 4 hopefully it's not a 0 oh and 5 but I guess for you what is considered a decent season at this point for NC State is it we have to make tournament or bust is it we have to have a good showing at AC, ACC tournament like what's the what's a quality like okay you know what we'll, the we'll way Casey
0: another. Morsell played today mm-hmm. NC State can be a tournament team if okay. he plays that way He transferred from Virginia the previous year. And last year was a lost year. I'm not trying to, like, hold anybody accountable for last year on the player side. Sure. All right? You know, the guys they had in there, it didn't mesh. It didn't work. They had Sebron. He had a great year. He could only do so much. Yeah. They had Terquavion Smith. He had a great year. He could only do so much. Mm -hmm. That was the big deficiency today was again at that five spot. When you, you can't guard the five, it's a problem. And then yep. when you can't get production from the five, it's a problem. And Jack Clark is a kid who they got from LaSalle. And I'm going to sound elitist when I say this, but there's probably a reason that you were at LaSalle coming out of high school. Yeah. He's yeah. not overly athletic is what I'm getting at. Yeah, that's fine. So yeah. he struggled today because mm-hmm. Kansas is overly athletic. Yep. Guess what that probably means when you play these other you know, top ten teams. You're probably going to struggle.
1: But sometimes that's a good punch in the mouth, right? You see what the standard is, and you need to elevate your game, and maybe that'll be a good humbling moment for him when he watches that film. I'm not ready
0: to throw the baby out with the bathwater just because of the one loss. Great. I'm saying the opportunity, though, was there, and they just don't have that many of those opportunities. Now, could Wake Forest, could Virginia Tech pop up and give them Miami? Could they pop up and become one of those Q1 opportunities you got to remember last year, Wake Forest was left out of the tournament because of their strength of schedule outside of the league. you got to remember last year in the league, Wake Forest beat Carolina and Virginia Tech and didn't get credit for either one of those wins. This is fair. So it becomes difficult to stack up those opportunities, especially when you go by the Quadrant system.
1: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones
0: who get it done. What makes Drake May special, in your opinion?
2: Uh, he's got it all. I, I don't... We're talking, this is basically on NFL terms now. He doesn't quite have the arm of Patrick Mahomes. He doesn't quite have the legs of Lamar Jackson. Um, He's not quite there yet as the processing of Tom Brady, but he's very good at everything. And, And again, this is NFL terms. In college terms, he's elite pretty much across the board. NFL terms, he's got a strong arm. He's very accurate. He's smart, he's athletic. I mean, the guy's the leading rusher on the team. He's the total package. Um, he will almost definitely, in my opinion, be the first or second pick of the draft next year. It would be Caleb Williams or Drake May, two different players. So it's going to come down to what the team is looking for. Are they looking for uh, a poor man, Patrick Mahomes, or are they looking for the next Justin Herbert, maybe a more accurate um, uh, Trevor Lawrence? So that, that's how good of a player he is
0: yeah I, and I love the way they use downs I know he dropped the uh game winner and touchdown pass against Georgia Tech but he's been spectacular he really reminds me of Tory Holt a little bit before your time Michael Kane used to put him in the backfield used to put him in the slot put him in motion move him around the field everything was based off of him and he opens up so much else so much of the rest of the field for the rest of the team not a big kid but fights for the ball runs great routes Uh, personally, it makes me a little bit sick. You know, I was in school, Gary Downs was the running back at NC State, and his son ends up at Carolina. His other son's going to end up at uh, Alabama next year. So, another one of those, a little bit of a head scratcher. Um, but he's been outstanding, and Phil Longo uh, should be on any list for top assistants this year. Phil Longo and uh, Tony Gibson have both been outstanding this year. Think about that if, uh, Put carolina's offense with state's defense Yeesh, that'd be pretty good i do worry in this game tanner angle if he couldn't finish the louisville game it's because he's hurt hurt uh i suspect he is hurt hurt um maybe peyton wilson can come back for this one he didn't play against louisville uh we've seen though what happens to state when tanner and peyton are out they have no chance um so hopefully that means peyton can play but i i do worry uh, defensively when you're not playing with the full deck there um, it, it could be bad news
2: yeah I, I am excited to see that matchup of Phil Longo versus Tony Gibson I mean two of the better minds in the ACC the chess match the game within the game how do they try to exploit the other side and and you're right they do a great job moving Josh Downs around finding different ways to get him the ball uh super creative they're they do a great job with their motions um, and obviously, Tony Gibson does a great job mixing up his coverage, bringing different pressure packages. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see. And really, Georgia Tech, they did not pressure a ton. They weren't really blitzing guys, they were winning with their front four. Just got
0: to push. Yeah.
2: So NC State's defensive line is going to have to show up. And like you said, they're going to have to be strong and push the pocket back into Drake May's lap.
0: Uh, you already know which way I'm leaning on this one. Do you want to offer the? the counterbalance, the yin to my yang here, or what do you want to do?
2: Yeah, I'll do it. I mean, uh, the reasons why NC State can win is this defense, if Tanner Angle, if Peyton Wilson are good to go, they're going to be ready for this game. I mean, all season long, they've carried this team and and it's probably got to be exhausting to them that every week it's on us to win. Well, you know what? Yeah, this is the week to do it again. It's against your arch rival. It's against probably not anymore, but a Heisman candidate, where again, we're talking about the first possible pick of the draft next year. So if, if there's a game for us to show up as a defense, this is it. Um, and, and there's no reason to expect them not to. And I would say Ben Finley, he did some good things yesterday. And Carolina's defense is obviously struggles. So I think Ben is going to be able to move the ball, you know, on, on this defense. Now, will he be able to go toe-to-toe with – of the best quarterbacks in the country. I mean that's hard to put that on him but I think he can keep them in the game long enough that something can happen similar to you know really the opposite of what Boston College did to NC State where if you just hang around long enough all it takes is one possession by this NC State offense that maybe gets you over that hump.